At LinkHumans, we've spoken to countless HR leaders from around the world, all trying to measure employer brand. The Employer Brand Index is used by GE and Unilever on a quarterly basis to uncover and measure their reputation as an employer. With a final score, they can track over time to see how things are changing. We look at what candidates, employees, and alumni say about your organization in an employment context. If you're looking to research your employer reputation, or if you're developing an EVP, this would be the perfect time to create your Employer Brand Index baseline. You'll get a full report of insights and recommendations that you can use to improve your employer brand over time. Head over to employerbrandindex.co and start measuring. Hey, son, Savason is Jorgen Sundberg here with the Employer Branding Podcast, brought to you by your friends here at Link Humans. And we're, of course, on a mission to make the world of work a better place. And what better way to do that? than to have a fireside chat with one of our dear clients. Today, we're going to speak to Shanna Andrews, who is the Senior Manager of Global Employer Brand over at PepsiCo. And we're going to focus in on measurement today, how to measure your employer brand, the do's and the don'ts and the why's and the how's. So without further ado, let's start the Hello, everyone, and uh, welcome to this session of the Employer Branding Strategies Conference. Uh, today, we're going to talk about data-driven measurement of employer brand. And I have the great pleasure of hosting this fireside chat with Shana Andrews, who is part of the PepsiCo Global Employer Brand Team, leading critical audiences work. She's been a marketer and communications professional for 15 plus years, working with some of the best known brands and companies, including P&G, PepsiCo, of course, as well as Johnson & Johnson. Shanna, say hello. Hello. <laughs> How are you today? Thank you for having me. Absolute pleasure. And uh, I'm, of course, uh, Jorgen Sundberg, and I am the CEO of Link Humans, and we are a data-driven uh, employer brand measurement and uh, insights firm. Right, so we got uh, quite a lot of points to cover today on this fireside chat, so uh, let's dig right into it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so let's start with um, PepsiCo. Tell us all about PepsiCo beyond the soda that we're all so familiar with. <laughs> um, well, oh, that's, that's a packed question. Where do I begin? I would say the employer brand space has gone through so many changes recently. And, you know, largely that's a result of COVID, uh, but also a lot of different current events that are happening all around us. The market right now is hyper, hyper competitive. And I think more than ever, having a positive employer brand is critical. And for us at PepsiCo specifically, it, it starts with our people. It starts within, really. Um, you know, what happens within our company, the way that we, our associates, feel about their employment with PepsiCo is now very easily shared with the outside world, right? You can go on Glassdoor, you can go on LinkedIn and, and, and share via these myriad of social platforms. So really starting with our associates, uh, the experience internally and ensuring that we're offering the best employment experience whether it be our benefits, our learning and development opportunities, our culture, all of that is really kind of key to, to building our employer brand. And then 
from an external perspective, um, really ensuring that our prospective candidates are clear on what our value proposition is. So that really kind of, I would say, largely comes through in our storytelling. And I always say, you know, who better to tell the story of who we are, what it's like to work at PepsiCo, uh, then our, our associates, our people, right? It has to come from them. I think a couple of things that we've done recently is we've created more avenues and more ways to share these stories. So um, our career site, PepsicoJobs.com, we somewhat recently, I guess now it's been a, over a year or two, launched a stories tab within the career sites, really allowing us to share more about our culture, our people, what it's like to work uh, at PepsiCo. And then, you know, also continuing to encourage our associates to share with their networks. We have our own social media channels as well, where we share um, our experiences and our people uh, within PepsiCo. And so, you know, we have from an external perspective, allowed for more uh, information to get out there so people have a clear understanding as they're deciding on a career why PepsiCo would be a, a great place to join. Perfect. And uh, also the um, so the awareness from, from candidates. So do they realize what PepsiCo does, the, the breadth of the business, or are they familiar with perhaps with Doritos or uh, certain uh, drinks and so on? How do they get into the pipeline and uh, what's their reaction when, when they're told about all the opportunities within the, the yeah. world of work. Yeah, it's, it, you know, it's interesting. And I think this is where you start getting a little bit into, you know, how do you kind of measure the employer brand a little bit, right? What are people gravitating towards? I mean, I think the brands um, are, they're sexy. I mean, you know, people do get excited about PepsiCo and our brands, Frito-Lay, Pepsi. Um, and so, you know, there, there's certainly that brand appeal. I think there's so much more to the company beyond our brands, right? And so I think that when it comes to kind of measuring the employer brand, it's difficult and it's something that we're constantly working on. I always kind of tell this story in my early days when I was a PR practitioner, I remember our clients would always ask, well, how do I measure the impact of PR? Uh, or a single news article and, and, and it's tough, right? Perception is one of those things that it's, it's a somewhat intangible. Uh, it's, you can get a sense for it, but it's hard to fully grasp perception. But, you know, with that said, we can definitely aim to understand it in a lot of different ways. From an internal perspective, you know, we do pulse surveys, um, and, and have focus groups with our employees to try to understand and measure associate sentiment. And then from an external perspective, we work with partners like Link Humans, who we love, and Universum to really help us understand the health of our employer brand, how our competitors are faring, where our strengths are, and areas of improvement. And you know, going back to your question, some of the research that we get from Link Humans allows us to see, you know, what are people engaging with? Is it the brands? Is it the culture? You know, what's what's really appealing to them? What do we want to dial up or dial down? And then, you know, keeping kind of our finger on the pulse when it comes to our digital channel, social media, Glassdoor. Um, you know, a lot of us go on Glassdoor on a daily basis to read the reviews. I mean, we really want to understand what's making people click, right? What's what's interesting them. And so I think, you know, 
the, the goal is ultimately to understand what's working, what's not working, how can we adjust our strategy, our policies, the experience to really meet the associate, right, our people and the candidate where they are in their journey. And, uh, but good question. Our brands definitely, uh, you know, is, 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 they're one of those things that people get very excited about, rightly so, right? Yeah, I suppose it helps to get the awareness. Uh, yeah, yeah, sometimes yeah, if you're all coming up and you know the Pepsi yeah. halftime show, so that's one benefit of being a B two C business. So uh, um, I would say, from my perspective, I think you're very um, mature in terms of measuring employer brand and you know the metrics and, and so there's real buy-in from from the organization as well. But uh, people watching this who um, who might be uh, uh, one woman or one man band in, in employer brand or just starting out, where should they start measuring and what are some of the key metrics to, to begin with? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, the, there, there's a lot of data points, right? And so I think you can get as simple or as complex as you want, right? Yep. And so, you know, for a big company like ourselves, we're looking at a lot of different data points to kind of help us paint a fuller picture. Um, I think, you know, when you're starting off, I mean, there's some, they're, they're, um, I don't want to call them smaller things, but, you know, even things like your career site or your presence on your social channels, you can start to get a pretty good feel for who's visiting your career site. What are people saying on your social channels? What are they engaging with? Are there certain types of content that they get more excited about? Other types of content where you're not getting as much engagement. I think with Think Humans and our partnership with your company, it's really helped us tremendously in the last year in terms of honing in on specific attributes, right? So understanding not just employer brand perception as a whole, but understanding how do we score when it comes to purpose? How do we score um, when you're looking at workplace or culture and what are people saying when it comes to these specific attributes so that, you know, between link humans and some of the other data points that we look at, you're adding a layer of understanding that goes beyond metrics on followers and social media engagement, right? And and it helps us um, refine our strategy. It helps us kind of refine some of what we're doing internally. So it's it's extremely helpful. But yeah, I mean, I feel like there's, there are data points all around us these days, right? So you can kind of uh, run a whole gamut of, of how, how, how complex you want to get. But it's a lot of fun, too. It's, I, I have to say that even in my role, sometimes I, uh, a lot of times I dig into the data and I'll spend hours uh, digging into it just because it's fascinating to me to, to see it firsthand. Yeah, absolutely. And uh how do you go about, um, so let's say you, you've done your work, you dig into the data, like you're saying, you, you're finding some, some good data points uh, to present, but how do you go about reporting these to the organization? And by the organization, I mean uh, both laterally, so um, other divisions and uh, perhaps yeah. people in other functions, but also going upstairs to, to the management. Yeah, yeah, that's a great question. So in our company's case, we work super closely with the sector leads. So when I say sector leads, we're speaking to people all around the globe. So whether it's LATAM, North America, uh, Europe, AMISA, 
APAC to understand and get a full global view of where things stand across markets with critical audiences. You know, a lot of times perception can vary market to market, right? So it's, it's, it's a constant calibration and it's, it's always good to kind of understand that. The other thing which we're super lucky to have this is that, um, some, some of our other functions and our senior leadership is very engaged with us and our employer brand. So, you know, we share data beyond just the employer brand and TA functions. Um, we're sharing data with HR. We're sharing our data with communications, with, with corporate. And like I said, you know, our senior leadership is very involved. So the reporting and the data goes all the way to our most senior levels. And I, I, you know, I do feel lucky that I work for a company where we take our employer brand and the employment experience very seriously. And so there is that excitement that comes with it too, right? You, you certainly have the C-suite listening and, and, and being a part of, of our employer brand. Perfect. And, uh, what's the impact of, uh, well, let me reframe this. So we all know. That employer brand, talent brand, it can sometimes be slightly vague. We have clients that uh, actually struggle to explain what they do to even to people inside their own organization. So what yeah. impact does having data, so having some sort of evidence or external research, what, what does it have on, on uh, your ability to, uh, I just guess, convey the importance of employer brands as a function? Yeah. I mean, data is key, right? Isn't it? It's, it, it really takes us from the subjective to the objective, right? So that's the thing with brand marketing is it could, uh, potentially become subjective. So it's really important for us to take a step back and understand, you know, what are our associates saying? How do they feel about their employment experience? How does that reflect outwardly and what's resonating with prospective talent? So all these things kind of help us be on this path of constant progressive transformation. And I think in this market, hyper competitive market, it's important to be nimble and not get stagnant, right? I think one of the, the, the worst things you could do is just to stop in place and get stagnant. I think you, you keep looking at the data, you keep adjusting, but yeah, data is it's very important for us to not not make our case, but to uh, ensure that we were moving from the subjective realm to the objective realm and, and kind of showing the numbers of what we're doing. Yeah, absolutely. My experience is that the more senior leaders are within an organization, the more numbers driven they are. That they just They look at facts and they take the emotion out of it. Uh, yeah. You know, in employer brand and marketing in general, um, you know, we, we try to emphasize the emotional side, which is about creating that connection with the candidate and so on. However, that is harder to, to measure. That's where we get into the perception piece, right? I mean, I think I, you certainly have numbers and those help, but there's the emotional side too and the human side of the equation, which is sometimes a little less uh, tangible, but. You also look at uh, candidate experience and alumni experience, so people who have left, or is that something that you might be looking at? We do, we do. Uh, Link Humans helps us a lot with that. <laughs> the cool thing, I think, about the reports that, that your team delivers to us is that you do get the opportunity to see, you know, the, the kind of the perception between current employees, prospective employees, pr prospective talent, 
uh, and alumni as well. And so it's it's one of the, the the beauties of your report and having all these data points so that you really can kind of match them, right? And you can understand the entire employment journey from when you're a candidate to when you are an employee to when uh, you're an alumni, right? And hopefully it's the it's the seamless journey. But but yeah, that's I think it's it's critical to get the the data points from all the different steps of that journey. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, a lot of folks have been uh, on the employee experience and the candidate experience. I think next we'll be looking at more of the, the alumni because uh, mm-hmm. in many cases alumni they may well. They'll tell friends and family about the experience where they worked before. Uh, they may want to return to where they were. And they go somewhere else yeah. and uh, get some more experience under the belt. But also, yeah. uh, particularly in in your case, they they remain consumers. So um, yes, uh, for sure. Well, I'm, I'm part of the Boomerang uh, Club because I, I left uh-huh. for a little while and and came back. So uh, I I keep coming back to PepsiCo. I just love it. <laughs> Okay, we'll, we'll we'll examine your career in more detail in a minute. But before that, I'd like to ask about uh, what does the future hold for PepsiCo's employer brand in general and also measurement uh, in particular? Sure. A lot of exciting things. There's a lot happening right now. There's more to come. I think similar to a lot of companies this year, and, you know, Jorgen, I know you know this too because we've had conversations about this, but we are taking a critical look at our employer brand in this post-COVID world and asking ourselves, what are some ways that we can evolve the employment experience at PepsiCo, whether it be new benefits and perks or flex work for office-based associates to competitive frontline offerings. Um, so there's a lot of work being done there to kind of evolve, uh, evolve the experience in, in this new environment. And then, you know, measurement certainly plays key critical role in that journey, right? Whether it's pulse surveys that we're doing internally or the Link Humans uh, employer brand index that you provide to us, where we're looking at, you know, different tailored groups and we're looking at different attributes. I think all these data points and key learnings are helping us constantly temperature check so that we we can evolve accordingly. Again, taking us from being subjective to evolving in a way that's strategic and objective and based on on what we're hearing and, and data. But yes, your employer brand index is a key a key piece of the equation for sure. <laughs> Fantastic. And uh, let's get back to your career, Jenna. So uh, talk us through how you mentioned PR. You started out in PR, I'm taking it, and then worked but Pepsi, and then you went somewhere else, you came back. Talk us to where you are today. Yeah. So actually, I never really left. Um, I'll explain. It's, it, it gets a little complicated. But um, so I did start my career in marketing communications and PR. I was working in PR agencies in New York City. And then my husband's job moved us to Chicago. Um, and when we moved to Chicago, that's when I started my journey with PepsiCo. I joined PepsiCo's Chicago office, uh, doing communications for their nutrition division. And I was there for a couple of years. And then again, my husband's a doctor. So he was doing his training in Chicago. And then we moved to Connecticut. And when we moved to Connecticut, we were, uh, living a little bit far from, uh, the PepsiCo offices. And so I took on a freelance role. So essentially, I went from full time to freelancing, 
started my own company and was doing consulting work, but really PepsiCo was my main client uh, when I when I was consulting and then started working with um, my fearless leader, Anita Rogendorf, on a consultant basis. And she invited me to, to join the company full time again. And, and, and I went back. One of the things that I love most, you know, we talked at the beginning of this panel about the, the or fireside chat about the people, right? It, it's the people really, right? I love the people I work with. They're like family to me. Uh, and the culture, you know, in this post COVID world, I have the flexibility to take my son to school in the morning and, and, and chat with my supervisor, you know, after I drop him off. Right. And so I think these things for, for mom, for a caregiver are key. And it's, you know, it's, um, it's made my employment experience there. So yep, very happy, excited about what the future holds, excited to work with Link Humans this year and to see what else we can uncover to, you know, continue improving on the employee experience for, for everyone, for professionals, frontline, for the entire corporation. Fantastic. And uh, in terms of uh, employer brand, is there anything in particular you like about this role? You come, you've had a PR background, and a, which is a similar kind of role, but this is more on the talent side, I suppose. What is it that makes this particular role so, so unique or so special inside your organization? Yeah. So, you know, most of my career was spent doing communications and marketing for uh, consumer brand products. Right. And so, um, you know, I, for example, Crest toothpaste, right. And different products. But then when I started at PepsiCo, I started doing more kind of corporate uh, company wide uh, understanding and, and, and narratives. And then that eventually took me to the employer brand space. I have to say it's probably one of my favorite pieces of work or things that I've ever worked on. Not that product marketing and communications isn't fun, um, but I feel like the employer brand world is so exciting right now and complex and challenging. And I, and I like a challenge. I, I get bored easily. So, so for me, having that challenge and working in this hyper competitive market um, is, is, amazing. And then also the human element, right? The human element is so key these days. And, and so much of employer brand is about people. It's, yep. it's, it's our lives, right? We, you, you spend most of your life at work. And so kind of bridging your human side with your professional side, you know, we're, we're chatting now and you can see me in my office, in my home with my son behind me. And so there's that human side, I think that is really, really appealing to me. It's all about making uh, people's employment experience better, right? And 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 we spend a lot of time at work, so um, so we should, we should, yeah, we should yeah. love it. Absolutely, I think some someone uh, very wise once told me that you work in uh, products marketing, you know, Crest toothpaste. You're 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 selling a product. But in employer brand or in talent in general, we, we, we're selling life itself. We're selling right. careers. And right. uh, yeah, it's, it's, a lot of, it's a lot of responsibility there, which sure. makes it so important. Great. Okay. So um, I'm going to try and wrap up with some takeaways and please chime in there, Shanna. So in, in general, around the PepsiCo employer brand, it's very people centric. And um, I know that's. Um, it's evolved uh, with, with COVID, just like most employer brands around the world. 
And looking at uh, the measurement piece, so PepsiCo and, and Shannon team, both through the internal surveys as well as well as working with external partners such as uh, Link Humans to, to get a, a 360 view on this. And uh, the metrics that PepsiCo are using is really helping them to understand what's working, what's not working. So really, where should we dial up our budgets? Where should we put more emphasis? Uh, so really allowing the, the business to tweak the strategy. And in terms of reporting, this is something I think Shana, you, you do extremely well, is working closely with, with sectors, so divisions, different parts of the business, uh, and that gets very complex when you're, you're a global business. And of course, having that buy-in from, from senior leadership, and that takes time to, to get that buy-in, but um, yeah, got to start somewhere. And then of course, um, the impact of, of having that data and having the science and the proof. I love that soundbite from you, it's really taking the employer brand uh, at PepsiCo from being subjective to objective. That's so important. And looking at uh, the future, the post-COVID world, as you say, the employment experience is going to evolve. So, so watch this space for PepsiCo. Anything to add there on the takeaways? No, you did a beautiful job. Fantastic. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Shana. And, uh, I believe our audience can uh, find you on LinkedIn if they want to reach out. Yes, yeah, absolutely. And uh, this is um, PepsiCo Careers. Is it PepsiCoJobs.com? PepsiCoJobs.com. That's right. Yep. I will say uh, I listen to your podcast and I love it. So highly recommend it to everyone listening. Oh, thank you so much. Okay, folks, there you have it. Be sure to reach out to Shana on LinkedIn and thank you ever so much for uh, sharing her insights today in this fireside chat. I forgot to say it, it was actually recorded at the Employer Brand Strategies Conference uh, in January of this year. And of course, check out PepsiCo Jobs and all the, the uh, initiatives and campaigns that uh, the company is running for talent purposes as well. And if you're interested in measuring your organization's employer brand, employer reputation, talent brand, then do check out the Employer Brand Index by Link Humans. You can uh, shoot me an email, I can tell you more, or you can look at linkhumans.com to find out more yourself. Finally, if you'd like to uh, subscribe to this podcast, you can do so at employerbrandingpodcast.com. You'll have all the options, all the links laid out before you right there. That was it for this week. Thank you so much for tuning in and look forward to catching up next time. Hey, don't.